Hello there. Thanks for tuning in. This is Mary Connolly, and you are listening to the Cause Coach Podcast. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1. Yes, for those of you who may have tuned in back in November, this is a bit of a redo. Um, I had done some experimenting, uh, but those have been deleted, and I'm doing it for real now. Uh, So just some background. Uh, Let me start at the beginning. So (laughs) back in 1996, yes, over 25 years ago now, um, I started running and started a career in fundraising. Um, And this, I believe, was not a random coincidence, but um, the universe kind of taking hold and pointing me in the right direction. Um, You know, at that time I was in sales, uh, which was my first career out of college. I was probably making a lot more money than most 20-somethings at that time, Um, but I hated the job. I hated the commute and was basically miserable. Um, And, you know, I was kind of feeling trapped. Uh, You know, I guess many of us do at times in our lives. Um, And of course, I had no idea what direction um, to go in. And not long after I I started that job, and I guess this was 94, um, I had a really difficult exchange with the big boss. Um, He had flown in one day from our Chicago headquarters. I was working in, um, in New York at the time. Uh, and when he arrived at the office, I was in the middle of taking up a collection for a coworker who had been diagnosed with stage four lymphoma. Now, you know, understand that we were a New York city startup office of this Chicago based company. Um, and there were I don't know, I guess about seven of us in the office. So we were all really tight and we were all really young. And this guy was my age and he was fighting for his life. Um, It was really traumatizing for all of us. Um, And, you know, making a contribution for him was the only thing we could do. It was the, you know, the only bit of control um, we had in a very out of control situation. And you know what happened? (laughs) I was reprimanded for, and and I quote, because I will never forget this. Um, I was reprimanded for wasting company time, sending gifts to sick coworkers. I remember that moment vividly. Um, You know, (laughs) I'm typically um, not someone who cries at work, um, but I cried. Um, And I remember thinking to myself, I need to do something more meaningful uh, with my life. Um, You know, I had no idea what, but that kind of became a mantra of sorts, um, something I I kept in my mind and stayed focused on. So not long after that, uh, I got home one night. Um, And the NYU, um, New York University Bulletin, um, came in the mail. And this was like this big, thick catalog, um, you know, before the widespread use of the internet (laughs) for this purpose. Um, I know I'm dating myself. Uh, But it was basically a listing of all their uh, continuing education classes. And I noticed that they offered a certificate in sports and event marketing. And the first thing 
I, I thought was, you know, wait, I could get paid to do events. Um, you know, aside from taking up collections for sick coworkers, uh, I was, you know, also the person at work that planned parties and managed the softball team and arranged for us to play charity games. So a, a light bulb went off uh, when I saw this. Um, so at the beginning of 95, I enrolled in a certificate program. Uh, the first class I attended was events, public relations. Now, all the people who taught these, um, you know, continuing ed courses were people who were working in the field. Um, and this particular class was taught by a woman named Raleigh Mayer, who was the head of public relations for the New York Roadrunners. So all the course materials and the guest speakers all had ties to running um, and the New York City Marathon. So I found myself sitting in class thinking, I want to do that. <laughs> you know, now I, I was always an athlete growing up, um, softball, basketball, soccer, tennis, skiing, roller skating, you name it. Um, but I hated running. Um, I wasn't fast. So, you know, in school, um, you know, PE or field days, uh, it was something that made me kind of feel bad about myself. And in organized sports, it was typically a punishment. So I definitely did not have a good relationship with running. And at that time, I probably couldn't run a block without starting. Um, I'm sorry, without stopping. Um, but here I was watching videos of the New York City Marathon in this class and, and, and seeing a lot of people that, you know, either looked like me or looked like they were in worse shape than I was. And and I just said to myself, I'm going to do that someday. Um, you know, thankfully, one of the, uh, the guest speakers at the class was, um, was Barbara Paddock, um, who was the founder of the, um, uh, the Corporate Challenge, um, which I guess back when it started was the Manufacturers Hanover Corporate Challenge. And by this time, it was the Chemical Bank Corporate Challenge. Certainly has gone through um, a few transitions. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, um, put together a team um, at this job that I hated and ran my first race with no training. Um, I think it took me about an hour to run three and a half miles. <laughs> um, the next year, I actually got up one Monday morning in March and started training. Um, that was uh, 1996. And Six months later, I was offered a job at my local United Way in Northern New Jersey as a special events director. And I, I took about a $25,000 pay cut for that job. And it was the best decision that I ever made. Um, the following year, I ran my first marathon, New York City, and I raised my first $5,000 as a charity runner. And these were both um, incredible life-changing experiences. Um, I went on to spend almost uh, two decades as a professional fundraiser, nonprofit executive, um, and all the time continue to run and raise money as a charity runner. Um, and I also uh, created running events as uh, fundraisers for the organizations I worked for. Uh, one of the most um, uh, proud moments, um, uh, my, one of my, you know, favorite accomplishments uh, was creating the Teterboro Airport 5K uh, for Bergen County's United Way. Um, that event continued for 20 years, um, even though I had moved on. 
Um, I also created a 15K run and 5K walk for Gilda's Club, Northern New Jersey, when I was the CEO there. Um, and um, I developed the first charity team for and for the New York City Marathon for an Adoption Agency, where I served as uh, of chief uh, development officer. So, you know, um, there is um, such an incredible sense. Um, and of course, my dog seems to... Uh, be celebrating that as well. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Enzo will be a guest on this podcast from time to time. Um, but you know, there, there is such an incredible sense when you uh, see two things that you are most passionate about um, coming together to change lives. I mean, you know, the events that um, I created raised a significant amount of money for important causes and had a tremendous impact on, on the populations uh, they served. Um, I also know a lot of people who ran their first 5K or even a marathon because of these events. Um, and running had such an enormous impact on my life, um, my physical health, my mental health. Uh, my ability to manage the stress that came with increased job responsibilities. You know, like I, like I said, it was life-changing um, and it was something that I wanted to share. I wanted everyone to start running. Uh, the Cause Coach uh, started in 2016 uh, as a blog um, and it's evolved over the years as we all do. Uh, it was initially meant as an extension of my consulting business. Um, I had started consulting um, after my first husband died in 2014, um, which left me the single parent of a teenager. So I, I needed some flexibility. Um, I honestly think it's more valuable for parents to be home keeping an eye on teenagers rather than toddlers, but you know, whatever works, right? Um, I was always a working parent, so I never took time off when my daughter was small. And I was just very grateful for the opportunity opportunity to do it um, when I needed to. And with all the connections I had from my United Way days, I had a huge nonprofit network and, you know, barely needed to sell myself as a consultant. So, um, so anyway, um, during that time, I also got my certification as a professional coach and also my Roadrunners Club of America coaching certification. Um, and I started volunteering my time as a running coach with my uh, running club and an organization called Let Me Run, which is essentially the boys answer to girls on the run. Um, the blog was uh, a little all over the place for years, although I, I do have to say uh, until last year, it was very consistent. I published something almost weekly for five years. Uh, it was about running, about fundraising. Uh, about life in general. Um, I interweave lots of my stories and personal experiences and uh, built some readership. But I spent um, much of the last year trying to figure out where to go with it, <laughs> as, as well as my business. Uh, after my daughter uh, graduated from high school in 2018, uh, we relocated here to uh, the Chicago area uh, because I had met somebody who lived here and uh, we had been doing the long distance thing for a while and partly as some miracle of fate or divine intervention, whatever you want to call it, um, and no pushing from mom, I swear, <laughs> my daughter uh, actually decided to go to college out here. So it made really sense. We kind of needed a change and um, 
this was a really good place to come. So um, since moving, I have uh, focused my networking and my coaching um, on the running community and Chicago area nonprofits. Um, I continued to work with Let Me Run. Um, I spent 15 months working retail at Fleet Feet Chicago. Uh, summer of 2019, I spent working with a special event management company to learn how to, how to do all that here in Chicago. And um, I also, as a volunteer, started a beginner 5K program for members of Gilda's Club Chicago. Their CEO was one of two people I knew when I moved out here. So um, so that made sense um, and was an incredibly rewarding experience. And I'm still involved with them uh, today. Uh, fall of 2020, I spent with the United Way of Metro Chicago working on their corporate fundraising campaign. Uh, while I also volunteered my time uh, coaching a bunch of uh, middle schoolers up here in Vernon Hills whose cross-country season fell victim to COVID cancellations. Um, another incredibly rewarding experience. Um, I've also been working with the Chicago Area Runners Association, uh, managing their partnerships with about 50 nonprofits uh, whose charity runners we, chain, uh, we train for the Chicago Marathon. Um, uh, and I also manage uh, our own Team Cara charity team. Um, and I absolutely love this work. Um, you know, someone posted uh, a question on LinkedIn um, not too long ago. What could you speak about for 30 minutes without any preparation? Um, and for me, that's running and fundraising. Um, and that's what this podcast is going to be all about. Uh, I have already been working with coaching clients, helping them develop a balance between life and training. Uh, many have been charity runners who are also working hard to, to reach fundraising goals. Um, and, and many have been nonprofits trying to raise money through running events. Um, um, I have myself raised about $100,000 for a variety of causes. So I have lots of tips and tricks and proven best practices to share. Um, so, uh, the podcast is going to be, um, uh, an opportunity to promote charity running and best fundraising practices for charity runners. Uh, I'm going to try to highlight, uh, charity teams and causes raising money through running events. Uh, I'm going to, uh, share information on training and nutrition and injury, uh, prevention, stuff like that. Um, you know, lots of the kind of stuff that I've included in the blog uh, for the past six years, uh, but it's also going to go beyond my own experiences and opinions. I am hoping to include uh, a wealth of experts uh, in the field, um, including charity team coordinators and coaches and race directors and running retailers, um, you know, really anyone involved in this running and fundraising space. Um, and, and most of all, like the blog, uh, this is uh, just kind of a labor of love. So uh, please subscribe. If you or uh, someone you know uh, would be an appropriate guest, please message me. Uh, for more on the cause coach and you know how I can help nonprofits, fundraising teams, or your own fundraising, uh, please visit my website 
It's uh, thecausecoach.net. Um, and don't hesitate to reach out anytime. Um, I also have a Facebook page, uh, The Cause Coach, um, and then uh, groups on Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, uh, oh no, I have, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, have a, I have Facebook pages on, I'm sorry. I have a Facebook page and a LinkedIn page uh, for The Cause Coach. And, um, and then I have groups on Facebook and Strava um, the cause crew, um, where you can, um, you know, connect with other runners and charity, uh, runners. Um, and of course you can, um, also find the cause coach on Instagram. So, um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you for your support. I look forward to, uh, being on this journey with you. Um, you know, and I wish everyone, you know, every possible great thing that can happen to us in 2022. You know, so let's uh, run and fundraise together.